Here's an interesting video regarding resection of a solid brainstem hemangioblastoma associated with a distal pica aneurysm which was flow related. This is a 58 year old male with acute interventricular hemorrhage. The location of the hemorrhage within the fourth ventricle is apparent. A mass was associated with the area of the tonsils and a questionable aneurysm related to the pica. Here's the MRI evaluation related to this mass. Preoperative arteriogram demonstrated a hypervascular mass, most consistent with a hemangiobastoma, and a flow-related aneurysm at the level of the distal pica. You can see one of the vessels related to the aneurysm is primarily feeding this hypervascular tumor. Patient underwent a suboccipital craniotomy. Patient is in the lateral position. Anion is here. It's a linear incision, C1, and its lamina are exposed. Here's the cranial cervical junction, and the dura is open in a cruciate fashion. The lesion is immediately apparent, and here are the tonsils. My colleague initially attempted to dissect the lesion from this vessel, whose identity was not clear at the beginning. Unfortunately, this led to premature entry into the lesion and excessive bleeding. Ultimately, this bleeding was controlled. Circumferential isolation of the lesion from the surrounding neural tissues continued. Here's the lesion. Here's the tonsil in close proximity to the capsule of the mass. Here's a vessel entering the tumor. I continue circumferential disconnection of the hemangioblastoma. I stay right on the capsule. Feeding vessels are coagulated and cut. Here's the more superior pole of the tumor. This vessel that I initially referred to as an unknown vessel is actually a vein that was coagulated. The superior pole of the tumor was covered by cap of the vermis. I stay right around the lesion. I don't enter into it, and the dissection remains relatively bloodless. Here's the clot leading me into the fourth ventricle, as expected based on preoperative images. Then I continue the disconnection of the capsule from the right tonsil. Here's removal of the lesion. Additional clot is removed so that entry into the fourth ventricle is apparent. The blood within the fourth ventricle is removed until CSF flow is restored, decreasing the need for a post-operative shunting. Here's the fourth ventricle, the magnified view of our operative cavity. The hemangioblastoma is completely removed. 
CSF flow is restored, you can see drainage of CSF through the aqueduct. Here's Croy plexus. Now I continue dissecting the picus from proximal to distal so the aneurysm can be found. Here's the right pica. Here was a vessel that led into the lesion directly that was sacrificed. So I suspected the aneurysm would be located here. Here you can see the aneurysm, very clearly apparent. A flow-related aneurysm due to the hypervascularity of the hemangioblastoma. Curve clip was placed across the neck, so the patent distal vessel, besides the one that led to the malformation, is spared. Here's the closure of the clip blades. Further inspection reveals that the distal vessels are patent. The neck is completely collapsed. Interoperative ICG angiogram reveals complete exclusion of the aneurysm and patency of the distal vessels. And post-operative CT demonstrated complete removal of the mass without any evidence of ischemia. And this patient made an excellent recovery without a need for VP shunting. Thank you.